Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Damn. Hey. Mango is getting furious at Tony. Tony? TBDY, but I think that Tony just like low-key trolls in a completely undetectable way to humans. Tony went like this. He said he like whispered something in Mango's ear and Mango just... Mango flipped. Violent reaction. He did. He never has a reaction like that. I love it. And then Tony was like happy. He was like, he he was was literally, his mouth was open, smiling, and his tail was wagging. His tail was wagging. He loves getting a reaction. He got got his goat. Mm -hmm. He got you. You were had. Got his ass. He got your ass. (laughs) But now I'm, I'm now like kind of becoming serene with Mango. You're learning how to control your dog. Yeah. In a podcasting professional podcasting environment he likes this yeah what's not to like (laughs) i would like that too brain surgery (laughs) he loves this like a gentle head tickle (laughs) i'm like i wish that i could get that i know maybe we all i know i have something in the docket that i was yeah what is it i 
Can you pull up Notion? Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to calm down. Mango's fucking hyped. Something about a TikTok trend. Helen Keller deniers. Oh, yeah. Apparently, there's like there's a whole like wave of Gen Z like TikTok users that there's and I don't know if it's ironic or if it's real, but there's a trend of young people on TikTok. They don't believe Helen Keller. They're like it's sort of like I guess the Stevie Wonder conspiracy that he's actually not blind, mm-hmm. but they're like fully in denial that Helen could have written, read, done speeches, r- you know, written her own books as a blind, deaf, mute person. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of insane to me. What are their reasonings for it? It's literally just she couldn't have done that. She. Like, it's just them being like, how could we even, I just don't believe that she was capable of doing all that stuff. So it's like weirdly ableist and kind of like. That's interesting coming from such I know. like a. A hypersensitive generation of like people who are very much in tune with like what's acceptable or not. And they're like really coming for Helen. They've never seen the miracle worker and it shows. No, everyone should see that movie. I was raised on Helen Keller. Like you, so Helen, you're a Helen Keller stan. Yeah. I like watched the movie. My mom showed Ugh, me the movie. That movie is... I've seen a, the play. Like I was truly indoctrinated. I why not? With She's, Helen Keller. She was an incredible woman. Content at a young age. I was Keller pilled as a young person i think you should be keller pilled because she was an incredible woman <laughs> i mean i i think she last went from being like a wild uncontrollable child ghoul to then being like being like the boss ass bitch like a pseudo communist like women's rights activist like she all this was like, like doing that just crazy she did that she did do all that. thanks to annie <sighs> that movie with Anne Bancroft and Patty Duke, the the scene I, I the think water. I, watched, I watched that scene in the last year, mm-hmm. and I was tears streaming down. Like it stayed with me for life. Like I've it, watched that movie, the color version, the black and white version. I've seen the play. Like Helen Keller was like a huge public figure to I have, me. I have the chills. And Annie uh, Sullivan. Annie Sullivan. And when I was at boarding school, they the dorms had all different names, the dorm buildings. And the one that I lived in that I first moved into was called Annie Sullivan. Oh, so it's really like it's with you. But then all this like denial has me thinking. <laughs> I mean, it's, I it's, like to put on my hmm, hat. It is kind of shocking. Like, I mean, I, I'm it's such a generalization that like every Gen Zer is woke. But like, because I'm sure there's shitheads in that generation as much as there are in ours but like it is pretty crazy that it's the trend seems to be like mostly young people being crazy like woefully ableist but but it's like what's underneath it there has to be something underneath it that's like like on its face you would say oh that's ableist but really there's like some sort of deeper truth it's like performative ableism like i feel like they're it's like Maybe one person did some crazy conspiracy, like where they're standing, where they're superimposed in front of like a picture of Helen Keller, and then it became like they doubt the existence of her. Oh, I didn't know that. 
How could her existence be up for the debate? Blah, blah, blah. That's... I mean, she went to Harvard. She wrote 12 books, many essays, and lectures. She was truly been that bitch. Mm-hmm. Wait, so they don't even think she was a real person? It started as a joke. Right. Which I think I remember when that joke started, because I do love a Helen Keller joke. And like... It's always fun to it's always fun to laugh at it. It's like a preposterous. <laughs> Helen like, Keller joke never goes out of style. So some like funny, ironic TikTok kid was like Or a memer. Or there a were memer. lots of memes. Did you ever see the version of the play of Helen Keller on YouTube where it's like a it's like a school version of the miracle worker and the girl that plays Helen Keller just walks off the stage and falls into the orchestra. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's really good. But then it maybe caught on and the joke was sort of eroded. And it was then it just became like a weird meme. The conspiracy started as a joke. Anyone who this is from The Guardian, anyone who met a member of Gen Z knows they are creatures of the Internet and such and as such have an almost awe inspiring grasp of irony. They're walking examples of what has come to be called context collapse. And yes, it does. And yet it does seem that some teenagers do doubt Callan's achievements or in some cases that she was disabled at all. That's interesting. I mean, it's TikTok's removing videos, some of the videos saying that they dehumanize others on the basis of a disability. And that's a violation of their community guidelines. But other videos remain up. Does it stem from our own insecurities? Could it be that a blind deaf woman with more success in life than all of us is too much to grasp? Possibly, writes young, one, one young woman on Medium with such extraordinary solipsism that this correspondent had to take a moment. I love that this writer is shook. I mean, I, that, it makes sense that it's like clearly like started as some absurd, like making fun of people who deny like... A, established it's like like people who deny like the holocaust or like 9-11 or well it's funny to make fun of helen keller because she is so accomplished and she did do that and everyone knows that and it's like she's she's like a saint like so when someone is like has overcome a lot of troubles and has event and like been all been that bitch then it's like against her it's fair game to like make fun of them because the irony is that she's like better than all of us. Yeah. But then I think with like internet stuff, it gets lost in translation a little. And then kids who maybe are like less, I don't know. I could see it trickling down to the point of like kids actually being like, who is this person? Okay. This guardian thing is only just like hung up on like the ableism of it, which is obviously a huge element. Oh, I love (laughs) This has been like a thing for a while, P- Helen Keller deniers. I just got aware of it the other day, but it it truly shook me. And I yeah, this just... has been. I remember this has been like in the rhetoric since like 2021, mm-hmm. like as a thing that people are taking to TikTok to like disprove. <laughs> wow, I mean, it's like flat Earth people. I think to a certain point, like there are people obviously who like truly believe in it, but I think there's a lot of people who just say it to be like contrarian. But this feels like this feels like so internet that it it makes me feel old even talking about it. But I was just fascinated. I feel like ancient being like these kids don't know about Helen Keller, you know, but it's like clearly they do. But then I think some actually believe the irony. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, um, it's, yeah, it's irony leading to like actual truth or like assumption of truth ideology. Yeah. The power of memes. Memes are scary. True, dangerous, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's misinformation. Yeah. But if I you thought say... we all agreed that like memes were memes and like you only laugh at them and you don't trust them. Well, I don't, I just feel you like. You trust them only as a source of lols. No, but I think now they're like, I think. They're, it's. It's We've... in the infographic economy. Yeah. I blame infographics for the destruction of like of meme and knowledge like and like activism processing. Like because once you start just putting like infographics and memes are kind of the same thing in a way. Well, yeah, so when... it's easy to start conflating them and just processing everything as having a kernel of truth. Yeah, it's like when there's some, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, like when there's some kind of event or tragedy, it's like you just see the infographics. There's whole... less infographics now and That's more true. memes, I think. No, but I think, I think, I think we've reached a point of such like oversaturation, especially in the last two years that like the rules have been thrown out the window about like internet element, elemental internet truths, like memes. Mm-hmm. now they're like they've been we've we've pushed so far into social media because for so long we had to like stay inside and it's all we had i feel like it's like we've pushed into some kind of event horizon with social media and memes yeah and i think like younger generations or people that grow like we grew up without memes so then the creation of them was like entertainment to us and we knew a life pre-meme. And then we had but like E-bombs world. Yeah. If you don't know any sort of pre-meme existence, memes yeah. become truth to you. It's freaky. It is freaky. It's a little weird. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results. And your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. 
Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like Ringu. Millennials are like <laughs> the last real ones up in this bitch. Don't you think? I think in terms of like what we've been through, our bodies, our journeys. But also like growing up, we there was a time where we didn't have social media. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, okay. We are the last ones that like had we've seen we've gone from absolutely nothing to, to like this. computers with just like black screens and green. Innocent. Like or just we've gone we've seen this whole come up and yeah. like so much has changed within our generation's lifetime. Yeah, we're like whiplashed. Yeah, thus the last real ones. Gen Z, sorry to you guys, but you're born after 9-11, so you really don't get it. And like, you're born, AOL was like already a thing. You'll never know our struggle, our lives, our memes. Our bodies. Millennials invented memes. Goatsy.cx. Lemon party. Two girls, one cup. Cups. Drinking out of cups. Drinking out of cups. Literally, millennials invented memes so Gen Z could turn them, eat in, them and, and then, then make... believe them. <laughs> I'm like, respect that. I Bow saw. Down, bitches. I did see this one, one of the like Parkland survivors. Mm-hmm. He's like the most like incendiary one, I guess. He was tweeting on 9 11. He tweeted like, uh what was it like i was one years old when 9-11 happened like i just want to know what it was like you know before blah 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 and he's like i'm not trying to make this a lighthearted question he's like and then he started being like it's a thing my generation will never know and i feel like we've lost so much and he and he made it almost and i just was like the main character of (laughs) 9-11 but he survived that horrible school shooting yeah i'm like bitch it was the same diff like you've basically been through yeah it was just, it was, he just presented it in a way of like almost being like, you'll never know what might, like, he was like, it's, we didn't experience it. So it's really hard for, and I was just like, and then of course, like, he started getting swarmed. And I was like, why are you setting yourself up? Like, first of all. And second of all, just don't say anything. I'm just like, just watch a YouTube video or three YouTube and video. Google There's it. YouTubers that, <laughs> their graphic for the video is like, I react to 9-11. You just see someone going, and like the plane. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Gen Z reacts to 9-11 for the first time. And you just see this like. Well, it is wild. No, of course it's wild. But we've also lived through like the dawn of school shootings and like um, all that. We lived through Rachel Zoe's era. We did. Rachel Zoe's stable. The Rachel Zoe show. We lived through. Brandon, what's his name? Johnson. Brandon Davis. Gummy Bear and Greasy Bear. We've lived through... Celebrity Rehab. We've lived through... America's Next Top Model. We've lived through Laguna Beach. Deflate Gate. It was like a Tom Brady thing. Oh. Oh. Mm. The football. Oh. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying... I'm just saying we, like millennials get shit on a lot and for good reason definitely but we we are the ones now we're the captains now (laughs) thank god (laughs) i'm like good fucking luck luck. to everyone good luck to everyone 
Much success to you. This is Valerie Cherish. Much success to you. Baby girl. But yeah, so I don't know. That was just I just thought that was an interesting I thought it was on brand for us. It's a new twist. The twist? The twist. Helen She's a Keller fraud. is a fraud. They just think what do they think though? I mean, there's it's like people who think Jesus was not real, which is probably true. Um but well, do they think she was faking her deafness and blindness? I think there's people who don't even think she was real and was just invented as like a psyop. And there's... No. I think there's people who are doubting that she, yeah, like she was pretending or something, which is like just. I, that's also such a nowadays take on that era. That she would be like. That she'd be like a scammer. Because yes. it's like, she pretending for what? Like, what? her long con of pretending for her entire life so that she could write a book and then have it adapted into, like, many movies and a play, like, in her 70s? She scammed her way into being an international lecturer. <laughs> <laughs> like, she such, was not is, looking for it. Like, that, that is, is such the, a modern, like... It the, is, like, thinking of, like, her in terms of, like, Anna Delvey. Like, people didn't... Caroline scam Calloway. like that back then no they were scamming like with like tinctures and like they were the scams that were happening were like harold hill women were getting like put into insane asylums for being like hysterical and like selling faulty instruments to a town yeah or like having all of their like teeth removed because that was like the new treatment for like hysterical women the scam back then was like yellow wallpaper vibes. The scam back then was telling women that if they orgasmed, they were dying or it was like killing their their soul in some way. Like that it was most of the scams were derived around keeping women in, in prison. Yeah, keeping women and like people of color down. in hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were like the big scams. Definitely. In terms of those, Helen Keller's the least of your worries. It's crazy. Also, if she was scamming, good for her. Go off, Queen. I'm still a Helen Keller head. Yeah, same. Miracle World for life. We ride. Water. Sup Wawa. Wawa. It's true. Annie Annie did that. Annie Sullivan. I loved in that movie too, like her exhaustion and like her hair is kind of like like she was just in it i was also just really into like feral helen keller no and that was nell era too nell piggybacked where helen keller left off and got her shit together nell took up the torch and led the fight it was also like a for a movie made that long ago it was really like it felt almost like a documentary i miss the director really was like kind of i feel like whoever i forget who did that movie but he was ahead of his time a little because it was like shaky and you know what I mean? Handheld, raw, yeah. real. It was just raw. Helen really got her shit together too. Yeah. I'm like thinking back. Like, should we have her on the pod? Honestly, we should have a seance and invite Helen Keller to lecture to some of these bitches that don't know. I'd want to talk. I'd want to go like, to dinner with her. I'm actually like, I'm, I've always been deeply inspired by her. Yes. And is. I really felt for her family because her mom and dad were like, what? Our daughter, all she does is like scream under the table, and like they were at their end of the rope. They said, "Annie, you've got to get in here and get this, this bitch." This she bitch, came in like all this bitch does she, is like scream. She was like super nanny, like you're having a crisis. I've got to get there. It's like her being like <laughs> Annie Sullivan walked so super nanny could run. Annie Sullivan there came in and said, "No wife swap or super nanny." Were it not 
for Annie Sullivan. Because she was like, yes, I understand that things are very hard for you, but you're also being a brat. You're being a little bitch. And you need to get your shit together. And Helen was like, you're right. And she didn't do it in a scared straight way. You know what I mean? No, she showed she her wasn't love. like threatening her or like depriving her or doing anything that like the troubled teen industry. Helen Keller, also the original troubled teen. She, w- she was. She was on the floor. She was out here on floors wreaking havoc on her family. No, Annie was like literally like taking her, holding her hand up. Like she was literally and being like, like, let me just show you something that you will love, which is how to communicate. And then she was like, wow, this is so great. Thank you, Annie. Mm-hmm. Love this. Love you. She was like, not only am I going to continue communicating, but I'm going to go to Harvard. Do they stay friends? I think they were besties. They better be. Did they have a falling out? <laughs> I think they lived together for a really long time. Damn. I'm Annie? surprised that people haven't taken the like groomer route with oh Annie. My God. I mean, if they're gonna go down the road yeah. of like being accusatory Annie? about HK, yeah. Annie, Annie Sullivan was grooming Helen Keller. No, I think I looked into this recently because I was like just thinking about Annie and Helen as one does, and I was like, I wonder like how their friendship panned out, and I'm pretty sure that they lived together for a while. Oh, I know it's sweet. Annie was mother to a lot of these bitches. She literally was. Damn. It's, <sighs> I want to watch the miracle work right now. Annie was, I think she was like channeling. She had a lot of patience. She was channeling like divine in that moment. And Helen was too. My God, I'm having like a flashback too of like the scene where Helen Keller's mom realizes that she's blind and deaf because she got sick. Yeah, she got, I think she it was had like, like a bad fever, I think. Yeah, and then, but then she did that. Her parents loved her so much, though. I know. Ugh. This is just, we just did a tight twi- a tight twenty five on HK. Our queen HK. Spe- speaking of an other AS, queens, I'm I'm sort speaking of speaking of something that's like the polar opposite <laughs> of the miracle worker. Of the miracle worker, I tried. I tried. No, but I love it. I'm I'm you this week. I'm raw dogging with no notes i love that so, i'll lead all right you lead okay queen i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to sexy unique miracle workers jersey, jersey shore, shore bitch whatever We're nearing the end. It's Labor Day weekend. I know. The shore is really cleared out. It's not as crowded as it once was. No, it's like kind of, it's like March 2020 vibes where things are getting, where like the week before COVID, you were like, not as many car on the roads. Yeah. You're like, mm, I guess everyone is staying inside. That was so weird. I know. I got lunch with friend of the pod, Alan Morris, mm-hmm. like a month ago. And she's like, this restaurant we were at, she was like, you know, we came here a week before COVID and you came inside and went, there was no one on the road in Sunset. And then Alan was like, yeah, there wasn't. And we just looked at each other like. I miss pre-COVID life and I miss the delusion of 
thinking like we're going to Chicago. We're gonna go to Chicago and then I'm gonna go to South Africa for like ten days. Queen. Truly. Little did I know. You were iconic for that. You were like, I'm going to Cape Town. I was like, All right, Dole. I know. I I and I was the first one to be like, should we maybe not go? And then Ed was like, No, we're growing. And then I was like, Okay. And then it started to get closer and closer and things were getting weirder and weirder and then that's when the odd set in and i was like i will go no matter what i don't even give a flying fuck and then literally did not go didn't go anywhere for years (laughs) not only did i not go to south africa i went nowhere the farthest i traveled for literally two years up one flight of stairs and then back down the next day (laughs) in my own apartment harrowing I traveled to Italy. You did? Yeah. Um, anyway. So Seaside's clearing out. Seaside's um, clearing out, but the kids are all still in AC. Oof. And that, that dark, that vibe, that hotel room is just disgusting. It is disgusting. It is disgusting. Wow has just backhanded Mike in the face. Many producers fled from the woodwork to hold her back. Snooki's standing there like Samara from the ring, just with her hair like... Snooki is little Samara. Mike is like almost like threatening to... F- I'm like, are you gonna fight Wow, Mike? Like, he's like, what do I do? Do I punch her? Do I not? She's a woman, but she hit me. I was like, he's processing it in real time. Like, let him process. Mike, as annoying as he is... Is also there's something so endearing about it. He's, there's an he's, he's authentic. There's an innocence to all of them. There is. Wow is literally in so crazy mode, but legitimately she is so crazy. She's in the bedroom with Snooki. They it's... hold her as they take her back and like drag her back into the bedroom. She goes, <laughs> she's punk right now. She's punk rock love. She's fucking punk rock. Sex pistols. Tongue out. She's like l- old Soho in 1980. She's, she's like, in the mosh pit. Yeah. She's hard edge. She is. She's Vivian Westwood. <sighs> she and Snuggie are sitting next to each other and was like, I'm going to fucking leave. Like, I'm leaving. And Snuggie says, if you leave, I'm going to shove all the tampons up your pussy. <laughs> she, and then Snuggie goes, shut the fuck up. And I was like, this is true friendship. It is. True friendship is where you can tell someone to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they just laugh. And they're like, yeah, they're like, damn. That's the best. Mike goes into like relay to Ronnie and Sam in their I gross was bed. And feeling so sad for Ron and Sam just trying to sleep yeah. and then having drunk people. Ugh, I'm just like, everyone's like wearing like dirty socks and has like dirty feet and like. It's just gross. Their breath is like Red Bull breath. Yeah. And then there's not even, their room is not even nice. Like, it's not even, there's, this is like back, they were humble here because there's the rest of the people sleep on couches. Like, that's how, like, I didn't even realize that it was, it. it was three men sleeping on a sectional, two bedrooms and one giant couch. And they only were there for one night. Yeah. So they're like, Mike's just like giddy. They're all a little probably hopped up on some Addy and just, and it's like the sun is rising. I was I've been there. I've yeah. been, literally been there in Atlantic City. It's hell. They all have to pile back in the cars like the next morning to check out. And they get back to the shore house. And Mike is just talking so much shit. About J-Wall? About everyone. He's J-Wall? like, what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. He's like, just all talk. 
<laughs> Mike, all he does is talk shit, and there's never like physical action to back it up. And I relate to that. Can you imagine my little Mike and like the playground? So cute. He would be like talking shit, talking smack, playing both sides. Like he's like a wheeler and a dealer, but um, he doesn't want to get in the fray. I'm no. full. Like I don't ever want to physically fight with someone. That does not appeal to me. Like I don't. It's want, a horrifying feeling. I don't want to punch. I don't want to How get about a punch? punch. How about a punch? I want to. It's a scary feeling. But I like to talk shit, and I like to like piss people off or like make them. You gotta be careful. Make them get like in a huff. Or it's about to be a what girl fight. <laughs> but I don't want to get. I'm no. never one to like get violent. Getting into a fight is truly an out of control, insane chaos. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, Jaywell calls her boyfriend and she's like, Hey, something happened last night. He's like, What? I punched Mike. Why'd you do that? Because I was at the club and he wouldn't take me home. Because I was puking at the club. Somehow I was wasted. And he goes, Why'd you get so drunk? He's like, Why do you get drunk like that? Why do you have to drink so much? And I was like, that is not I'm sorry like it's a good question but it's also like that's not what she needs to hear right now no but also being on his end where it's like you were dating this girl (laughs) and then suddenly she transformed into a creature over the course of the month like every time they've talked her voice gets like hoarser and hoarser she's and she goes further and further into the darkness she's great she is going she's running from god's light he's like you need to really basically he's like you need to unpack why you need to to feel the need to drink so much and she's like that's not what i want to hear right now yeah also it's like good luck this is the (laughs) beginning of a 10-year journey of being on tv and drinking mike just watched the jersey shore family reunion episode where snooki and ron (laughs) creep on Ocean. Where are they? Senior Frogs? They end up at Senior Frogs. It's like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Oof. It was... They were on something, right? Yeah, or it's just like you get drunk all... Every once in a while, you can pull like an all-night drinking. I feel like they had to have been on something. Ron is a tortured man. Yeah. He's... Snooki's not that tortured in that moment. No, I felt... But at the end of that, I was like, oh, I feel for Ron. Like, yeah. he's really got to like... He's got a lot of He has a lot of work to do. Mike's kind of feeling he's it's beginning Mike's beginning to alienate himself. Like he's kind of feeling everyone is turning on him. He's grating on people a little bit. Vinny's his main nemesis. Vinny's not a fan. Snooky's not a fan. Jay Wow's not a fan. Ron and Sam. Ron and Sam, not fans. Polly's really the only one that Polly loves him. He does. And I like that. Polly, well, they're like, we have group sex. Like, yeah, like, we're dating. <laughs> Polly can't give up on his girl. No, you're right. They, That's his they man. are sexual partners. That's his man. That they... is his man. The boys head to the boardwalk to meet up with girls who are truly 17 years old. Tops. Yeah. Mango. Guys, no, we're not doing it. And then out of the woodwork, they're like, Walking down the boardwalk. I love them meeting at the shittiest restaurant of all time. I can smell that restaurant. Just like French fries Mm -hmm. and overhead lighting. Linoleum floor. Yeah. A little bit of like bleach and cleaning products and a tiny bathroom scent. Pink hand soap. So pink. Mm -hmm. With a really rough paper towels. Yeah. 
one little tiny bathroom, teeny t- that you're like when you're in there that you can smell from like ten feet away. And when you're in there, you're kind of like, I feel safe in here. Yeah, but you're also like, I don't love it in here. <laughs> no, it's a, with a thin wooden door, so really you're relegated Please. to pee only. Danielle, the Israeli, is like truly on a mission this episode. She is. She's she, that girl. She is stalking him a little, but I kind of love it. I love it. I too. respect her hustle. She goes, she like finds him on the boardwalk as he's walking with these girls and Vinny. And she's like, what are you doing later? Like, we're going to go out. And he's like, I'll call you when I get home. She was like, hey, you better call me and Uh, kisses him. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm cringe. I I kind of appreciated it, honestly. I was triggered because I feel like I've been there, like, in the Danielle position with guys. No, it was humiliating, but it was also like. It's relatable. And then they go to this, like, shitty little amusement park. And guess who arrives once again? Danielle. Ms. Jerusalem. (laughs) Also, Snooki sees Keith, that hot guy. I know. The one who got away. And she's like, I didn't even know what he looked like because I was so fucked up when I met him. But he's really hot. (laughs) Love that. He's sexy. He is sexy. And they go back to Beachcomber. Mango. Mango's a bull in a china shop. They go back to Beachcomber and, oh And dance alone. And he's like twirling her. They're having fun. They're getting wasted. That was a healing beachcomber moment. They were like Snooki swing needed. dancing. I imagine getting punched in no. the raw in the face at a restaurant slash venue and then going back there multiple times. And then going back and this time being picked up a sexy like farmhand. Having like a dirty dancing moment with a crush. The girls that Polly and Vinny are with decided they want to get a tattoo. Literally, was- someone's just doing a tattoo in a corner of a deck. Sorry. <laughs> He's tooting. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Tony's Putin. <laughs> there is. There's truly, there's no escape from, like, dog secretions. Yeah, that that, that was such a, like, Jersey Shore thing to do. I'm like, this feels unclean, first of all. And also, like, you're just going to go get a tattoo. Like, that's truly a random tattoo to get. But to have, like, she's getting a tattoo across her entire foot. Like, a design on the top of her foot, which is also such a commitment. And painful. It's, like, really against right on your bone. And she's laughing. Girl, shout out to my girlies with top of the foot tattoos. You guys are real ones. You know who you are. You know who you are. We know who you are because we... We see it. We see it. When you wear flip-flops. And you... They love a flip-flop. They love to remind us. <laughs> I'm always just trying to draw attention away from my feet. Mm-hmm. I think most people are. Yeah. And so the God thought bless. of getting like a full-blown design. It's a God bless moment. Like There's power in that. I have to confront my own feet in a flip-flop sometimes. And where other people would look really cute in a flip-flop. That's not the case with me in a flip flop. <laughs> and know it's what? a lot. It's most people feel that way, I think. Yeah. About their own. Danielle's <laughs> watching from afar. She's now observing. Once, twice, thrice makes a woman. She has now immediately left Polly the last time, walked to the shore store, had a shirt made that says, I heart Israeli girls, walked back to observe him more and then approaches him during this tattoo moment and throws the shirt at him and she goes don't ever say i didn't get you anything 
And he's like, what is this? And then. But he kind of loves it. He likes the attention. He likes it at the end. There's a flirt that's happening, but it's also just the wrong kind of flirt. Yeah, but at the end, by the end, she sort of stockholms him. Yeah, but she also likes it too. She's doing the thing where it's like she wants to make someone mad and like fight and then be like, well, then I guess we're done. And then be like, we're done. And then be like, no, we're not done though. But I mean, really, it's just we haven't had sex yet. So like, I can't be done with you. Yeah, and I think it's really, ladies, there's so much power in just being unavailable. The power of... The power of being unavailable, and then when you are available, you treat men like dogs and reward them for good behavior, and then you then you go away, and they're crated, and then you come back, and if they behave well, you treat them like dogs again, and you're like, good boy, and you give them like a treat. And then you go away again. Which is like a boob. And then you go away again. And you just do this over and over until you've trained them eventually. And the power, then you fuck them. The power of ambivalence. Truly. And reward. Like a reward-based system. Neither yes nor no. That That's the middle ground is there's power in there. But it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you're attracted to just like a hot tan guido who's about to be the biggest dj in the world danielle's really going through it and when they get back to the house she goes call me when you get home he's you like, promise oh. you'll call me he's, he's like, like yes. yes the girls get kind of darked out so they leave yeah then they all go on a roller coaster and danielle shows up a third time she's like the ghost she's pennywise she's literally like she <laughs> if she shows up three times you're it's, it's like bloody mary <laughs> I'm sad for her in this moment because then she's also like hugging him around the waist and he's his body language is like very stiff. And I was like, oh, my God, she's not respecting his his boundaries. Yeah, she's kind of me tooing him. Then he gets home and, she calls. and the phone starts ringing off the hook. So Mike Vinny gets on the phone and pretends to be Mike <laughs> and says Paul nor Vinny is available. And Mike goes. The Israeli chick is stalking tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And it gets so bad that they take the fish phone, the duck phone off the hook. Because Danielle just will not stop calling. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was insane. But I've also been there where I feel like I'm not getting enough attention. And I'm also just like a little drunk. And then I was like, I'm going to call 20 times. And then I'm going to leave a psychotic voicemail that's like, you don't respect me. I didn't do that, but I've called a lot. And I said, oh, sorry, I was pocket dialing. I did it when I was drunk. There was one person, like, when I was 20 years old that I was drunk and I literally called, like, 20 times and then finally did leave a voicemail. It was like, you know what? I'm better than this and, like, you don't respect me and that's fine. But if you're, like, not going to call me when you say you're going to call me, then, like, we're done. Know that. Yeah. And it was a real Danielle vibe. Um, (laughs) The Israeli chick is stalking tonight. He's stalking his life. He keeps saying, you stalk my life. Mike has gotten to a place of prank yeah he and Vinny are just up they're like night owls who can't sleep i think because they're on so much like protein and like they're just activated from working out so much that they're just like up your perception of protein is really interesting to me because i feel like you think that protein is like cocaine no and that it makes you shit a lot well it kind of does does it i thought vegetables make you shit more than protein I feel like I always just feel like guys who are like on a lot of protein are just farting. Are just like farting a lot. Interesting. I think Mike and Vinny are just up because they work out so much that they're just constantly activated. And they're delirious. And it's also like 
almost the end of the time. So it's that moment where you're both like, let's prank Let's and be, be silly. silly. It's Mike and Polly. So they get pickles out and they put pickles underneath Snooky's little bed. Which I was like, leave Snooky alone. And then Mike makes this disgusting concoction and leaves it under Vinny, which is just not going to go well. I think it's kind of funny because Mike is such like a clean yeah. person and is clearly triggered by people who are like hurricane room vibes. And so this is his punishment for them. And as like a fellow person who kind of likes to travel and like have like clean organization for the most part, I would feel the same way. I'm my apartment is very ordered and neat. Mm-hmm. But when I travel, I'm like, it's a toss at anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. You've seen it. I've seen it. It's literally just. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm in. You're in a hotel. It's a... <laughs> Things hit a little differently. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I say I... Vinny looks really hot when he's asleep. He's a hot sleeper. Yeah. I'm an ugly sleeper. Vinny's. Some people when they sleep, they're like, I'm like, how do you look like that? I think I'm a frown sleeper. <laughs> I go like this. <laughs> I'm just like this. Or I'm like this. I'm just like, like drooling on myself. Vinny's like. Yeah, Vinny's sexy asleep. Mike thinking he's punk for doing these really low level pranks is endearing. Snooki wakes up and she goes, so I wake up at 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, and I just smells like pickles everywhere. And I don't know why. And then she goes underneath and she finds her pickles. And she's like. I'm not mad about the prank. I'm mad that he wasted my pickles. And then she goes into the kitchen and throws them out. And she goes, dorks. Love her. Sammy is loving this Israeli girl situation way too much. They're talking about it. And then this is her. This is Sammy gets into like pick me territory. Totally. Because she is loving when a girl is like completely embarrassing. And she can like shit on her with a bunch of other guys. She is pick me moment. And then. But she they're goes, also when they're talking about the situation is talking about Danielle and Ronnie goes, oh, the Jewish girl. I was, I like, was like, oh, my God. This isn't the first time we've seen some like a touch of anti-Semitism in the Italian-American community. I'm thinking back to the Mr. Soprano. I'm thinking to Mr. Soprano. I'm thinking to uh, the Godfather. I'm thinking about. Teresa on oh, season yeah. two of, oh of, of Ron J. Like, that's like a whole thing. I'm like, you guys need to unpack that. Yeah, they, they really should. You're it's all white. Really terrible. So, yeah. you guys got to get it together. Yeah, Sammy's definitely a pick me girl. She loves it. And then they're talking about it, and JWoww's spraying so much Pam in a pan. I was like, whoa. But then she goes, he's stalking, he's getting stalked. She's like, huh. Like, she's in egg mode. She's ready to go. Yeah. Danielle calls again. I know. And finally, Paul talks to her. And that's when he goes, you stuck my whole life on the boardwalk. Okay. I And then Sammy's going, get it, Paul. And I'm like, you're, you know what? Like, it's You're a, just as embarrassing. This is embarrassing. This person is humiliating themselves. But, like, you should be a little more, like, I don't know. It was upsetting. They're I, her, Danielle's behavior, I will argue, is no worse than Sammy's own behavior in her relationship with Ronnie. 100%. It's the exact same 100%. vibe. Also, you see Paul. Paul's like, gets like vicious. He like, I'm like, you hate women. <laughs> well, he's also like toying with her. 
Yeah, but he yells at her in like a scary way. Like you see his veins. Yeah, but she was interrupting him. Yeah. She was being cray cray. Pick me, Shane. Pick me, Shane. <laughs> Clocking in. Twelve fifty-seven p.m. Pick me, Shane. Halls has arrived. Um. No, Danielle's like. No, she's embarrassed. She's being ridiculous. But like, I I don't. I think this is their dance, though. Yeah, they're. This dancing. is all part of their da- mating. They're ritual. tangoing. Yeah. You stopped my whole entire life. You stopped my life on the boardwalk. Yours there. Always there. You said I said I was gonna call. I was gonna call you when I got home. And then there you go. You want to fuck it up. You don't want to. You don't want to trust me. You're ringing the phone off the hook all night. We had to take the phone off the receiver. Also, the way they talk about like it's like they've been at the shore for a hundred years. I know. I love it. They have never not been at the shore. <laughs> Back at the shore store, Mike and Sammy are on a shift. I literally was like, Mike goes, you look really cute in that sweatshirt. Because Sammy's like in her sweatshirt and short shorts licking a lollipop. And she goes, you tell me that every day. And I was like, she loves it. Sam is the girl that you're in line with for the hayride who has her sweatshirt sleeves pulled over her fingers. And she's going, I'm so scared. That's Sam. Mm-hmm. Tell me you know that girl. I know that girl. I was like also loving sam's like collegiate sweatshirt look Mm -hmm. i was like i need to cut a little v into one of my hoodies Mm -hmm. stay tuned (laughs) the crew decides to go bowling cute i was like let's go to the shore i'm ready let's go to the shore right now let's go should we go in october october i want to go to the jersey shore i've got to go to new jersey i've been saying this for years you gotta and go I've to never gone. the Bada Bing. Where Erica danced. I know. Okay, this October, when we're in New York, I'm gonna, go to New Jer- I'm gonna go to New Jersey. It's October. October. I'm yeah, gonna eat prosciutto. Take the, literally take the path over, or like take New Jersey Transit and take it to like... I'll do a Sopranos tour. Take it to like Elizabeth. Elizabethtown? No, Elizabeth. Or like, uh, fucking... No. Take it to, uh... What are the North Jersey stops on the New Jersey Transit? It's like Secaucus, Newark, New York Liberty. You could take it to uh, New Brunswick. Okay, I need to really think about this. Okay. Edison. (sighs) Jenny and Mike talk it out outside the bowling alley. I'm glad they made peace. She's an old soul. Yeah, she is. Mike goes, you should have never smacked me. I was with some chick. (laughs) She's like, I know. I know, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about it, Mike. I'll never do it again. I'm just missing Long Island. Jenny's just thinking about, like, I think they're all having, like, depression knowing that it's over. Mm-hmm. I think they're all, like, thinking about, like... The end, what they think is, like, maybe the end of an era, but little do they know. No, I know, and they're just, like, they're they're having, like, they're seeing, going back to, like, Long Island, New Jersey, like, ro- you know, and they're just kind of, like, damn, like the party's really over like i had we had a a month of like having and the summer's over having literal bodyguards surrounding us and like camera crews everywhere and like all eyes on us in the center of a ring just like a circus and now they're like i have to go back to like my vet clinic in poughkeepsie i think snooki like she's a star wherever she goes so yeah that's true but she's gonna miss like being in a house with friends yeah because she's like a house with friends kind of girl mm-hmm couldn't be me. No. <laughs> but he's like, Mike tried to pull a prank on me. He pi- tried to put cheese under my bed. 
I was like, you guys it's gross. are gross. They have like an intervention with Mike. Jersey Shore is proof that we're all just looking for love. That's is something that I wrote. We're yeah. all just looking for love, friendship, and community. And to feel seen. You're right. I also need a rosary. Get one. Mike's rosary necklace. I was like... Mike was like that's doing fashion. They were doing like the Catholic is cool thing before Dime Square people. They were, were trad cath mm-hmm. aesthetic. They were. Mike calling Vinny a rat is the ultimate diss. Oof, you don't call him a he fellow invoked, Italian. You never call. Especially one from Staten Island. Also, Vinny is Sicilian. Sicilian from Staten Island. You never invoke the R word. That is truly the Italian R word. <laughs> <I know. laughs> also, Ronnie's hair. It's crazy full triangle it is he's pyramid head <laughs> do you know those little like um japanese like baby figures have yeah. you ever seen those little figurines yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like naked babies yeah. that have like a carrot like yeah. that's what he looks like he does look like that it's true triangle head the closer to the end of summer the more the more triangular his hair gets his hair becomes giza i wrote look i drew a picture of him <laughs> <laughs> He's truly become pyramids of Giza. And Vinny's talking so much shit to my... He's like, you actually like rub people the wrong way and girls don't want to come back to the house because like the way you say things and like the way you are. And it's I was like, you can't like say this to him. Well, they have like an intervention on Mike. Well, it's not going to land. And then Sam is in the background, of course, like in bed, like with the covers over her. I did not realize she was even there. But I'm like... Again, she's being a little... Until she... Yeah. Like, this That's conversation... bullshit. ...went on and on and on, and I thought it was just guys in the room. Mike goes, you don't know me. Neither does he know me, neither. <laughs> and what room are they in? They're in the smush room. Oh. With the, where Ron and Slam sleep on the air Slam. mattress. Slammy, sweetheart. <laughs> and Polly is firmly team Stitch, which I was like, you're a real one for that. He goes, how Mike acts, that's who he is. That's just how he is. He's never been any different. He's been the same to me since day one. Yeah, Ron's like, the guy I know from the first day is a lot different than the guy today. I'm like, that was 20 days ago. Yeah, and also it's the same guy. Same guy. They're all just a little bit haters. And also they're just like talking about women like cattle at this point. Ronnie goes, what? I have the... Mike goes, I've never not brung home chicks like, he's like, I bring home chicks all the time, like, every night. And Ron goes, I have the best ten you ever seen, and you're still bringing home threes, fours, and fives. And he goes, are the chicks all hot that come through these doors? Sometimes no, sometimes yes. He's a volume guy. Yeah. And then Sam appears pops, pops from a, a little bump head up. under the covers. She goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, y'all need to shut up. Y'all need to shut up to right now. Go to sleep. I'm like, go back to bed. I was like, you have appeared. Do you think Vinny ever ran into Big Ange? They had to have known each other. Or maybe he was like on the opposite side of Staten Island. Staten Island's big. They had to have known each Hi, other. Hi, my baby Vinny. I wish. Come on to the Junkin' Monkey, Vinny. I just want to see the Junkin' Monkey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby Vinny. Come over here. Vinny. <clears throat> I miss Ange. I miss invoking her. Mm-hmm. Was that a good voice? It was really good. It took Hi. me right back. Hi, my babies. I also no. need to finish her reality show. I don't like to get the drama of Artiki. Just go to Boardwalk. And it brought me back to a place of reading her book, which was one of the best books I read all year. You were in a place of Ange. Rayola. I really did process a lot. I, there's a lot of grief that I've been through this year in regards to Ange. I know. Ugh. 
Um, so Mike's feeling very tender. Add her to the seance. Oh, yeah. We have a seance and we invite Helen Keller and Big Ange. Can Honestly, they'd get along great. If I could have dinner with three people, three strong, beautiful women, I would have dinner with Helen Keller, Big Ange, and Courtney Love. Or Helen Keller, Big Ange, and Tiffany Pollard. Yeah, that would be incredible. Or Big Ange, Helen Keller, and Monique. That. <laughs> that would be that would be a summit. The wisdom that we would receive from all three of these women is just like that would honestly that's, that would change enlight- your life. That's there cuz they've all reached enlightenment. They have. <laughs> Monique is the funniest person like in history. Anyone who has not watched Charm School season 1, you need to run not walk to your nearest TV. Get that entire season and watch it all tonight. It is so fucking good. And Monique is hosting it. She's and she's Oscar winner Monique. Brutal. Yeah. She's the she is truly one of the funniest humans ever. Ever. Like her deli- her off the cuff del- like candor is just like it's unbelievable. I'll never forget that. Remember her talk show? Yeah. Remember I her... loved her talk show. Remember that viral clip of her going, I would like to see that. <laughs> what she goes i would like to see that <laughs> and someone they people always use it when like someone's like being doing like a thirst trap they'll go i would like to see that i think she also recently sued netflix and yeah because they, they weren't going to give her as much money as they paid like anyway snooki goes we're going to karma tonight and i'm ready to just blow this out of the water <laughs> i'm inspired by her her poof is on her hair is tangled and wild and she's, her corset is she's wearing to the god corset as a dress because mm-hmm. like, she's tiny so she, she can just fit into it her tits are just like bursting and this the amount of hairspray that she and jenny put in their hair i've never seen anything like it she sprays and her hair is just like everywhere and she looks in the mirror and you know she's just feeling herself and then they get to they all get to the kitchen to take shots and everyone makes fun of how snooki looks I was like, like, you all are haters. Haters. She looks amazing. Haters to the fucking you know, left. You know who thought she looked amazing, though? J-Well. Yeah. Her best friend. Her girl. She was like, I, I'll never forget. I'm so proud of her. I love her so much. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> As she's doing, like, backflips on the dance and floor. Her <laughs> Karma's also not that full tonight. No, something happened. Was this, like, Why swine flu? Why did out for Labor Day weekend? This is Labor Day weekend. You would was... think that karma would be popping the fuck off. Wait, was this... This was... Oh, my God. This was... This was, like... Swine flu era? Yeah, this was 2009 in the fall. But so people were, like, not going out? I'm just joking around. Okay. Yeah, because I was, like... I if... did I did get it that fall, though. <laughs> this was your swine flu era. You're, like, it shook the world and no one in Jersey went out. But also, where was everyone? I went out. Are you? That's how I got it. We had a we had a swine flu party. We passed around pictures. We had a quarantine party. Oh my god, fun! It was really fun. Um, but yeah, it's really it's kind of beat. It's not that full. And then, lo and behold, Danielle appears. She's wearing like a look. She's wearing like leather. She's a little bit more loose. Uh huh. Like her boardwalk look was slightly severe She's- with a glasses and a ponytail she's also like leaning into the joke of it now which i think is funny and smart mm-hmm. and she and Vinny are like i guess we're gonna break up now yeah her and polly are kind of like or engaging polly, in like a flirt 
And then we cut to Snooky. She's sitting on a leather couch, legs draped, one leg draped over a guy. Her full blown puss is out. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Making out with him. How dirty that couch is. I know. I've never seen it. by a leather couch a, outdoors. A gross at a club. Like, and it's not even like, it looks like a house that some like gross man has in his house. That's like when you're a teenager and you hang out at someone's like party house and so, it's just like, like a 20 year old and you're like 15 and they have like a leather couch in <laughs> yeah. the garage. Yeah. That's the vibe of this couch. And I was like, you're touching with your bare skin, but I also wrote queen shit. She's a queen. And then these girls come over and the, everyone's blurred out. And she goes, what do you think you're doing to the guy? And then he goes, do you know he has a girlfriend? He has a girlfriend. She's watching everything. And this girl taps Snooki and she goes. And then. And, and then you the, see this girl go. She goes like this. She goes. No, no, no. no. And she runs away. Snooki goes. Screw you. <laughs> I love it. May we all. That's the right way to be. She goes. Fuck you. And she Screw gets you. Up. She's not about to do that. No. And she just marches over to like another area of karma and just i think sits down next to a guy and just starts talking to him like they've known each other wait the one thing about snooki is like she will she's all about the girl code she is and she'll move on and bounce back with someone else in no time and i appreciated that she, she goes outside linger. and starts talking to the crow she... the literal <laughs> crow but it's like she launches into a conversation as though they were midway talking. Yeah. Like there's no like, hey, what's up? It was no. she was and it's so fucked up. Like it's like my Labor Day weekend. Like what? You're just gonna like do that? Like I it's crazy. I think she just is one of those people that will just like sit next to you and just unload on the first person she sees. Dimitros. He's like he was he's a little pale. He looked like a heroin addict. I'm sorry. He was giving me like Greek. He I, seems tall, but then also I think anyone's tall next to Snooki. But I was like, no, he's like he's like a he was a giant. He's like seven feet tall. He's and Jack and the Beanstalk giant. He's like Tim Burton creature. I was trying to get a good read. He had a, he did have a nice big nose. No, I liked his nose. I just like he had that he had that like chin strap thing, which I'm always like that's a little much. Snooki goes. And I met this guy. He's like hot and he's tall, but he doesn't have many muscles, but that's okay. So he's just like literally like just I need someone to like split me open. <laughs> I love she's talking to him at the bar and he's like they've somehow gotten to a conversation where she's like asking him to prove that he likes her to her. And he's like, no, I like you a lot. Like, I wouldn't be here talking to you if I didn't really like you. And I was like, how did we get here? I don't know. But I like it. She's making them work. She's really vetting her men. So then they all decide to head back to the house. And they have like 50 people with them. I'm like, what is going? Who are these people? There's a really hot bald guy that's with them. There is. But he's they have... wearing a baby blue shirt and he's hanging on Mike like they're lovers. They're like one of those bands that like where there's like 30 people in it and they're and the songs are they're all arcade like, fire. I belong with you. You belong with they're me. They're Edward and the... Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. This crew. They have do 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 do. They're all draped in like Christmas light. It's like at the end of the Wicker Man when the whole town's like skipping together towards. They're giving me Station Eleven caravan vibes. They're merry band. Then the haters come out of the woodwork. Not only does the merry band try and go back to the house, but there's another merry band of haters that follows them into the streets, and it's drunken girls going, "Go back to New Jersey, whores." Whore. And I was like, "You're in New Jersey." And then, well, it's different. It's like 
The shore is different. The shore is not New Jersey. I don't know. I'm assuming that's what I she love thinks. being in a state and being like, go back to that state that we're Sa- also in. Sammy goes, how about I'm from New Jersey, whore? Sam, you don't talk shit to her. Well, then they start talking shit to Snooky, and Sam, to her credit, is like, no one's going to mess with Snookers. So Sam goes off. And then it cuts to like Snooky's one on one. She goes, I'm feeling good. I have on my corset and I'm just like feeling hot and sexy. Like no one's going to talk shit to me. You, you see a cut of her though, and she kind of, they close on her and she goes like this. And then, how are you going to be so hateful to this lovely crew? She she was some like off the shoulder, like annoying, blurred out woman. I was like, you go back to Jersey, yeah, idiot. You're the whore. You're a whore. And then this bald guy with Mike is just hanging all over him. He's so fucking hot. They're gonna fuck. I know. And then things start escalating. A guy keeps trying to like come at them and only to be like taken out by security guards and like placed picked up and like put on the other side of the boardwalk and then just when you think everyone's gotten over the kerfuffle and like finally the crew's gonna head back to the house and party ron just starts kind of like backing up from people and he hears it's like he hears like all it takes is like one thing like a guy going like you bitch and then he just takes off running (laughs) it's like he's truly terminator and get out when the the guy is like the gardener running that's like ron running at this guy comes at him we don't even see but he punches him knocks him flat out onto the ground he punches him so hard that the guy like goes unconscious goes full unconscious on the ground then the- Ronnie's like giggling, laughing. He goes, that's one shot, bro. That's one shot, kid. Like skipping around. And then he heads back to the merry van and everyone's kind of, and he just goes, <sighs> and he's like, shit. And he puts his armor on Sammy. He goes, everyone look ahead. Just look ahead. And then you, it cuts back to the knocked out guy. And then he's just ass up on the boardwalk. He's like, oh, he got me. Which I'm kind of like. You asked for it. You asked for it, love. I'm sorry, but you don't scream at a group of guys one of whom clearly has roid rage and anger issues like is looking for a chance to kill you just don't talk shit if you're not willing to back it up but it doesn't it's no use because the seaside police they arrive and they arrest how do they know ronnie by name they go ronnie get over here because i think he's had trouble before he's been arrested twice now right has he? I think so. No, that was the other guy. Oh, 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 yeah. But they've been like, the cops have come around a lot. They know. Because of these people. They know they're infamous and they're. They probably have like. It's seaside like, Police Department's most wanted. Yeah. Which they, is Ronnie. They have like a whole docket, a dossier and all these people. They go, Ronnie, get over here. And they start talking to him. And they're like, what happened? He goes, he was swinging at me. It was self-defense. Like, why would I lie to you, bro? I'm not going to lie to you, bro. And they're like, it's aggravated assault. So I love the cop goes, guess what? You're getting arrested. You knocked him out. That's AG assault. And then Sam like walks over and she goes, it's not just anyone. It's Ron. I was like, Ugh. they're putting Ron in the cop car and he goes, it was self-defense, bro. To the cops. And then they head back to the house and they call and they're like, yeah, he's he's good. He's just he's just resting. He's going to be ready tomorrow morning. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so it's annoying when you're like in a group of people and one person gets arrested and then you're like, it kills the vibe. It kills the vibe. But then there's always people that want to like stay up all night and go bail them out. Like I, that happened to me once where like 
one of my friends got arrested and then everyone was like, let's stay up all night. And I felt like I had to because I was like, you're like, I want to sleep. I literally all I wanted to do was like go home. I was like, I hate this. Like, I don't want to stay up until 8 a.m. and go get this person from jail. But I just like couldn't set that boundary at the time. So I stayed up all night and then like got them out of jail. And I was like, why did I do that? I'll never do that again. If you get arrested, that's really your problem. It's your problem, love. Yeah. It we're was self-defense, up, bro. We're coming up on a pivotal episode. Oh, my God. Snooki has her first real meatball moment, and it's incredible. So get ready to bear witness. I'm so ready. This has been life-changing. It's a delight. It's a delight. It's like a coming home to like a warm, cozy blanket and a fireplace. And a bowl of ZD. Instead of like having a fireplace and building a fire at night, I just turn on Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore Family Reunion. Yeah, they're it's your... the same effect. They're your firewood. They're my people. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Buy tickets to our show October 15th at the Bowery Ballroom in <laughs> New York fucking City. And also... This week's bonus episode for the Patreon people will be posted on Thursday instead of Wednesday. So just know that. Know that. Know loves. that. And ciao, Bello. Ciao. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith Savadoff.